Life by Divine with Sue Tomei fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue Demay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue Demay. Welcome to the show. Once again, it's an honor to be here and sharing my heart with you and sharing the messages that come through, the messages that all of us need to hear. I often say that I promise to tell you what you need to hear. I won't tell you what you want to hear, but I promise to tell you what you need to hear. And sometimes what we need to hear is not always what we want to hear. So the message today, the guidance that came in this morning, it literally came in about an hour before, so around eight o'clock this morning, that I'm to talk about a spiritual redirect, global reboot, and collective rebirth. And that's really what I feel is happening right now. And that's the perspective that I've been shown over and over again is a massive redirect, a spiritual redirection that's happening for all of humanity a big global reboot, meaning we're basically like our computers have been crashing and we need to just start fresh and reboot the computer. We need to reboot the way we've been living our lives. And this is on a global scale. And then we need to look at a potential for collective rebirth. Right now, everything's shutting down. Everything's going into this hibernation mode, the sleep mode, and it's like a reboot. And we're at a pivotal choice point right now. And we can go in many different directions, but as a whole, as humanity, as a whole, we need to make a choice. We're at a soul choice point. And this is a sole choice point that actually will determine whether we shift into a collective rebirth or not. And if we keep going the way we have been going, everything's going to be spiraling downward. The darkness is going to continue to expand. So this is like a big reset button. And if we can actually take this time as an invitation to go inward and do our own internal work and support those around us, especially those that are light workers, light leaders, teachers, everybody who's out there, whatever it is you're doing, practitioners, everybody is at a point where we can actually empower others. The challenge is we can make that choice for ourselves, but we can't make that choice for others. They need to make it for themselves. But we need to live and live by example, essentially. Show others what's possible. Do our own internal work as we contribute to the healing of the whole. So heal ourselves individually and contribute to the collective healing of all of humanity. 
So this isn't a message of doom and gloom. This is a big wake-up call. And I don't know if you've had wake-up calls in your own personal life. I've had several of them in my own. There are moments where you kind of hit a wall and you can't go any further. It's a moment when the universe kind of knocks you on your back and invites you to stand up and start doing things differently. I think the biggest challenge for a lot of people is that they are praying for an answer. They're asking for guidance. They're looking for seeking, wanting, yearning. And we, we sit and we pray and we ask for a sign. And when that sign comes in our humanness, in our human filter, we either say yes to it or we say no to it. And if that sign comes and it's not what we want to hear or what we want to see, but it's what we need to hear and what we need to see, we are still operating from this place of free will. Our human will gets to choose. We have our soul's will, God's will, and our human will. And our soul's will is in alignment with God's will. It's, it's, it's one and the same. But I bridge it that way just to give a bridge between our humanness and our divinity. Because many people need a bridge. They need a bridge to create an understanding at the level of the mind. So because we have the right to choose as humans, we have our own free will, we need to make a choice. And sometimes when that sign comes from the universe to redirect us, we ignore it or we deny it or we are blind to it or we're looking in the other direction. We say no to it. And you have every right to do that, should you choose. But I just want you to know that your choices today in this moment have far more impact than they did five or 10 years ago, even a year ago. The choices we make individually right now as humans have a far greater impact on the collective of humanity, all of us. So, yeah, you could see that as a little bit of pressure, but maybe that's just spiritual pressure. That's just God leaning on you a little bit to say, choose love, like go within and choose again. You're asking for guidance. You're asking for direction. And, and it's given, but we ignore it. Or it's not what we want to hear. So we ask again, same answer comes. We don't want to hear that. So we ask again, same answer or a variety or a version of that answer, slightly tweaked so that maybe, maybe, just maybe we can actually hear it and understand it. All that's happening right now on a global scale 
is what we all need collectively, not what we all need individually. Some of us were already on a path to awaken and to change and to shift and to align with love. Many of us were, and many of us are. But we can't just heal some of us. We need to heal the whole. We all need to wake up. We all need to align with love. We all need to make that choice. To say yes to our soul's will, to the higher will for all of humanity, to the grand plan. And in order to say yes to the grand plan, we all need to say yes to playing our part. And sometimes our part is not always what we want. But the part we play is what we need and what humanity needs. So as I share this message today, I want you to be open to hear and feel and see and connect to the knowing around what you need versus what you want. And this is where it gets really sticky in the world of, in the teachings of manifesting and desires. Where do our desires really come from? We can have these head desires, these ego desires, these human desires in the world that are influenced by fear or influenced by our programming, filtered through our limitations, our limiting mind. Or we can make a conscious choice to align with what is in the highest good of all, in service to all of humanity. That's a true heart desire, a soul desire. So how do we create from there? How do we align with that so that we can be in service to all of humanity at the highest level? Even those that are spiritual teachers, even those that are teaching yoga and meditation and, and, and doing this work individually or even teaching it, don't always know. And it's been confusing up until now only because it's changing and it's shifting. So the teachings are shifting. So what we used to need to hear, we no longer need to hear. We need to let go of some of those old teachings. We need to let go of some of those things that were pointing us in the direction of the truth because those things are no longer true for us not only individually, but collectively. So the messages are changing and evolving based on what all of humanity needs. And the messages will change and evolve based on what we each individually need. So some people still need to wake up to the idea of, you know, life by default is you asleep at the wheel. And when they wake up to life by design, believing that, wow, I actually have more of an influence as to how my life unfolds. I'm actually not a victim of circumstances. I'm actually the captain of my own ship. I'm the director of my own life's play. 
I'm the teacher in my own life's classroom. And I get to choose and influence some of the curriculum. That's life by design. Feeling like, hey, life is not happening to me. It's actually happening for me and kind of through me. Life by divine is a powerful surrender to allow our higher self, the divinity, our spirit, to use our humanness, to animate our humanness, and to direct us moment to moment. And eventually in life by divine, we actually let go of the human self and align fully with the divinity. We can honor our humanness, we can embrace our humanness, but we can embody our divinity at the same time, allowing us to be a lighthouse, to be a beacon of love, to be a messenger of the divine to allow love to pour through us, through words or through music, through actions, whatever it is that's needed, in order to help others remember, to remind them of the truth of who they are. When we're living life by divine, we are basically, I am one with life and life is one with me. There is no separation. There is just our divinity. And we're meeting others in their humanness to remind them of their divinity. That's part of the role I play in my community and in this radio show and whatever platform I'm guided to share my message through. I'm here to meet you in your humanness and remind you of your divinity. And at the same time, I do that for myself. There's times where I can feel my humanness expanding. And I can meet myself with tenderness. I can meet myself with compassion. I can meet myself with love. I can meet my human self and remind myself at that level of the mind Remind myself of my divinity. Remind myself of the truth of who I am. And then I snap back into alignment. And I'm back on track. Now, it doesn't mean I don't have human emotions. I have moments where I can feel deep grief for all of humanity right now. In fact, yesterday afternoon, I had a good cry. I could feel this, like, just intense sadness washing up not only my own human sadness but the collective sadness of all of humanity the grief the loss that people are feeling right now we are we are being asked to let go of a lot of things right now if you're being asked to self-isolate you're being asked to let go of a lot of things and that can create a real sense of loss on a human level and it's okay 
I need you to honor that sadness, honor that grief, allow yourself permission, give yourself permission to feel it, allow yourself some space to feel it, but feel it with the intention of moving through it or feeling it to actually express it and release it as opposed to feeling it and camping out in it or feeling and getting caught up in it. Like sticky tape. Our emotions aren't meant to be sticky and holding us. They're meant to wash through and flow. Emotions are energy in motion. And when we allow that energy to be in motion, we can have an expression of the feeling. And it doesn't matter if that feeling is a negative emotion. We call it a negative emotion or a positive emotion. Emotions are emotions. They're all energy. And the denser emotions like grief and fear and helplessness and hopelessness are, are heavier denser, tighter energy. It's, it's, it doesn't move as much so freely and it gets stuck. It's more sticky, like sticky tape. But if we soften around it, we don't have judgments about it. And we actually give ourselves permission to just feel in that moment, to really feel it fully, deeply, as much as possible, then it becomes less sticky. And there's less chance of us getting stuck in it. And that emotion can move and flow through us. And it'll find the path of least resistance. But if you hold it, it will remain. If you judge it, you kind of hold on to it. And it gets stuck. So the invitation is about allowing emotions, allowing ourselves to feel our humanness, to be in our humanness, to honor those emotions, to honor what we're experiencing here. And to honor not only our own process and our own experience, but other people as well. There are challenges that people are facing that we, we could never imagine facing. But the one thing I know for sure, the one thing I know in my heart to be absolutely true is that everything that's on our path is purposeful. And everything on our path, we are capable of walking through. We're stronger than we believe. We're more courageous than we realize. There is a way. If it's on your path, there is a way. And you may not see it from a human perspective, but your soul knows, your heart knows. And it's a knowing that goes beyond any limitations in your mind. It's a knowing that is far bigger than any knowledge you can gain. When we tap into that knowing in the heart, we are creating a bridge between our humanness and our divine nature, our true essence. We're creating that bridge 
to allow us to have an experience of oneness. A beautiful connection. That connection is constant. And the only way we feel disconnected is when we withdraw from it. But it's still constant. We can never sever it. We can never break that bond. But we can certainly turn our backs on it. We can look in different directions and convince ourselves that it's not there, that it doesn't exist, that we're alone. that we are abandoned. And that's only our ego mind convincing us. Convincing us that that is true. And based on our current circumstances and based on the stories we can tell right now to ourselves, the ego can have a heyday right now because fear is ripe in the world. The ego is our teacher of fear. The ego only knows fear. The ego is designed to help us have an experience of being human. So it knows separation. It knows fear. And it knows it intimately. And will teach it to us. And will stop at nothing to keep us believing in it. Because the survival of the ego depends on us believing and buying into the stories and the circumstances that feed fear. We have been taught to lead with fear, to believe in fear to act from fear, to be afraid of fear. We've been taught to be afraid of love. The ego only knows fear. It cannot know love. We cannot come into our humanness and meet our own ego and trying to teach ourselves love and change the ego mind. We can't change the ego mind. It's designed to only know fear. It's like opening up a program in your computer and trying to make that program do something else it's not designed to do. It doesn't work. So that's where we need to do a reboot. These big spiritual redirects that are happening right now, I, I, I know people that are leaving marriages, leaving jobs, you know, getting fired from jobs or letting go, being let go from jobs. At this point, the, the redirects are, are actually quite intense and non-negotiable. It's just like, sorry, you're going home. But what if that's God doing, directing you, directing you home instead of 
I lost my job or I got laid off. Or I'm not allowed to go outside, therefore I cannot work. What if it's God actually calling us all home? And yes, it's calling us to our physical homes first because it's in our physical homes that maybe, just maybe, we can all go inward and actually find the true home that resides within our heart, our true home in spirit, our true home connected to the divine, our true connection to God. What if, just what if, all of this is an invitation to come home to self, self with a capital S, not our human self, but our divine self. And what if, just what if, all of this is a big, massive spiritual redirect? Because Spirit's been directing us to wake up. And Spirit's been directing many of us to help others wake up. So if you're one of those individuals that is a teacher or a spiritual leader or a light leader, light worker, healer, coach, practitioner, if you're one of those people, you've been doing this work for a while internally, your own work, but also on the outside, guiding, directing, illuminating the path for others. There's many of us that have woken up. I woke up more than 25 years ago. I've been doing this work for 25 years. Many of us have been awake that long. And then there's others that are just waking up just in the last year or two. There's a great awakening happening right now. And yeah, the classroom has changed. That's the spiritual redirect. Your classroom has changed. My classroom has changed. That's why we're being guided to sell everything in Turks and Caicos. I'm, I don't need to be down there anymore. Personally, is what I'm being shown. But also the world doesn't need me down there. Humanity doesn't need me to have a healing center down there. Humanity needs me to be on spreading my message on different stages. To be out in the world and actually speaking sharing this message, whatever message comes through at the time. That's what humanity needs from me. So a big, massive spiritual redirect. And I had to hit a little bit of a wall because it was part of me that was still attached and holding on a little bit down there. In my humanness, I was holding on. But my soul knows. And the more I tap into that knowing, the clearer and clearer I am. And the deeper and deeper I trust. It's an interesting time right now because with this massive spiritual redirect and everybody being asked to come home, I'm not being shown a lot beyond a couple months. There's times where I would get visions of the future six months, one year from now. I'm not being shown a lot. 
So we're at a very essential choice point. Where do we go from here? We can't go back to what was. We can't go back to doing things as we have been doing them or there is no normal. Let me get back to normal. There is no normal. There never was a normal. If we all, in this moment, decided to follow the guidance and to allow the divine to direct us on a human level, if we surrendered our human will, all of us, all together, all at once, this would all change on a dime. In an instant, it would all change. And I'm open to that miracle. But on a human level, I'm not going to hold my breath. Because there's a lot of people digging their heels in deep with resistance. Because they do not want to feel the feelings, the layers, the trauma, the leftovers. They don't want to go there. They don't want to move through that. Because they think they're going to get caught up in it, get lost in it, spiral downward in it. I promise you, all traumas can be processed with the right support in, the, in an environment that's loving and compassionate. All traumas can be processed. All traumas can be moved through. All layers can be healed. Now, the healing doesn't happen on our human timeline. The healing happens on a divine timeline. Because again, we have to recognize that from a perspective, a spiritual perspective looking down, all these little working parts within ourselves and within all of humanity are working together to heal the whole. So the work we do individually is feeding and leading to the healing of the whole. It's contributing to a collective healing. So there's some real density rising up. There's some real intense layers rising up. There's a lot of fear rising up. And that's the good news. It's rising up to heal. If it's still hidden, if it's still buried, we can't heal it. We need all of it to come up. All of it. That includes all of it within you. So anything you resist will persist. Anything you resist will get more intense. Your resistance is actually feeding the ego. It's feeding fear. If we actually learn to get into the resistance, drop into it and use it as a signal pointing to our leftovers, we can actually move through it with a little bit more ease and grace. Not always easy. Can be challenging. 
but I'm telling you, there's a lot more suffering in holding on to resistance or resisting the resistance right now. We're creating a lot more pain and suffering. There is a way to move through this. There is a way to navigate this spiritual redirect. There is a way to allow this global reboot to occur. To shut everything down. Pause. Wait 10 seconds. And turn everything back on. Now in that 10 seconds, that's where the miracles and the potential lie. That's where that potential rebirth resides. So I want you to take a deep breath here and just pause. Tune into your heart. What are your leftovers? What do you need to feel? What have you been avoiding? What are you resisting, looking at, feeling, getting into, sinking in underneath, shining light on? Start there. Start there first. I'm going to take a short break. I want to leave you with that. I want you to stay with that inward focus as much as you can and really sink in and be radically honest with yourself so that you can actually shift and move through these layers to allow your divinity to expand even more because that's what humanity needs from you. We'll be right back. Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique, unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance, including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I'm your host, Sue Dumay. Today, I've been talking about spiritual redirect, a global reboot, and a collective rebirth, and everything that's going on on our planet right now for all of humanity. All of humanity is impacted right now with what's going on with the coronavirus, and it's a time of potential that has never occurred before. And it's a time for all of us to come home to our hearts, to come home to self with a capital S. And the invitation is there for everyone. And we all need to say yes to that invitation. 
even if you don't know how or what that looks like, we all need to be willing to say yes. And sometimes that yes comes when we are on our knees, when life brings us to our knees or makes us fall flat on our back. It's in those times where some people need to go. They need to hit rock bottom before they can look up and see another way, before they can feel an opening in their mind to make another choice. Sometimes for people to get to the yes, I am willing. Yes, I surrender. Show me the way. For them to finally surrender their human will. Sometimes we need to hit rock bottom. Not all of us need to learn that way, but some of us do. And it's challenging if you're watching or witnessing someone spiraling downward like that. It's tempting to jump in and to try and save them, try and fix. But unless it's guided, unless you're clearly directed from your heart, from the divine, it's not serving. Saving someone from a place of fear is not serving someone from a place of love. So in this life right now, in the circumstances that we are surrounded by, we need to be willing to go inward and let our heart direct and lead us. And the ego is clever. I talk about this in my book, The Evolution of the Ego. There are different phases and different stages the ego goes through. And it evolves based on our level of awareness and consciousness. The more aware we are of the ego and its tactics and its mind games, the more clever it becomes, the more hidden, the more sneaky. It can hijack the language of love. It can hijack our spiritual practice. It can disguise itself as love, but it's fear in disguise. When we come from a place of fear and we're trying to help others, we're actually meeting their fear with fear. And although it may be disguised as love, it's still fear. And on some level, we may think, on a human level, we may think we're helping, but we're not. We're actually enabling. We're actually feeding fear. So there's a real divine discernment between divine guidance and ego hijacked divine guidance. There's an element of energy that you can tap into and feel and sense. Something will feel off. Something will feel, there'll be a niggling or there'll be a guilt There'll be something that will be present. And sometimes it can be very, very subtle. And that's where my, my intuitive gift comes in really well when I'm joining with my 
inner circle members because I am feeling into the energy behind what they're saying. I'm feeling to the inner, into the energy behind their experiences and then shining light on what they need to see. And what they need to see is not always what they want to see. But when we have something brought to our awareness, we can't go back and unsee it or become suddenly unaware of it. So awareness is the first key. If you are in the world trying to help others from a place of fear, it will feel unclean somehow on some level. There will be a niggling or something will feel off. But if you're so busy helping and you've convinced yourself that you helping is, is being of service, then you won't be able to see it for yourself. Others may feel it. Something may feel off to them, but they can't quite put their finger on it. And or others may see it and try and point it out to you or shine light on it. And if you're not willing, then there'll be resistance. And often in that moment of resistance, there'll be projection. The ego loves to use projection and blame to keep us from seeing what we need to heal. It puts something over there. It casts it over onto somebody else. They're the problem. They're not minding their own business. They don't know. It projects it over there. And it can use judgment. Ego loves to use judgment and projection and blame. So the invitation today is to recognize that this is a massive spiritual redirect, a global spiritual redirect. All of humanity is being redirected right now. And many people are holding on for dear life, clinging to things that are meant to be let go of. Some are embracing it. Some are moving along, resisting it, but still moving along, still going along. You don't have to be happy about what's happening. But I need you to recognize there's a bigger purpose, a purpose that is bigger than all of us individually and even all of us collectively. So I want you to focus on where are you being redirected in your life? Where does your heart lead you right now versus where was it leading you before? Because where my heart was leading me three or four years ago, even a year ago, even six months ago is different than where it's leading me now. The divine is leading me in a different direction. And I need to be willing to let go of all those things. I need to practice my non-attachment to all those things to really get the guidance and clarity of where I'm being directed now. That's why I talk about in heart-led living, be attached to nothing. Be open to anything, be attached to nothing. Any attachments are of the ego. All attachments are of the ego. Where are you being redirected? How is your 
life directing you. Maybe there's a door that's closing that you want to be open. Instead of staring at that closed door, take a look around and see if there's another door that's open. So many of us focus on the nose. They focus on what's not happening, what's not working, what is no longer what is no longer there, or what is no longer available. We focus on the nose. We focus on the doors that are closing. We focus on rejection. What if in our humanness we turned away from those no's instead of focusing there? We can honor them. We can witness them. We can see them. But then turn in another direction and look for the yes. Where is the yes? Where is the heart yes right now? Because a heart yes that was yesterday may be a heart yes in a different direction today. Remember, we're living moment by moment, especially right now. Especially right now. Basically, what's happening is, is the universe is kind of removing any resemblance of a known future right now. Most of us don't even know what we're going to be doing tomorrow, whether we're going to be going back to work or whether we're going to be able to to go out for, you know, groceries. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of unknown. We can embrace that uncertainty. We can embrace that unknown if we really trust the divine to lead us and guide us through our heart. So when we turn toward the heart yeses and we focus on the energy of yes, it expands our energy and it expands that creative connection, that co-collaborative creative energy. And we are basically collaborating, co-creating with the divine. That is pure, true manifestation. It's not on a human level. We're not doing that. We're doing it on a divine level, on a soul level. And that's serving everyone on a human level. So where are you being redirected? Where are your heart yeses? Look for them. Don't focus on the no's. Look for the yeses. Put your energy there. And put your gratitude there. Gratitude for the yeses. Gratitude for the doors that are opening. Gratitude for the love that you witness. The compassion that you see the understanding that you have. Gratitude opens the mind, it opens the heart. And then be okay with this moment of reboot. This, I talk about this 10 second reboot because a lot of times they say, oh, you know, turn your computer off, unplug it, wait 10 seconds, plug it back in, turn it all back on. This magical reboot or your phone, reboot your phone. Something weird's going on, reboot the phone. We're basically rebooting the earth, rebooting, rebooting humanity. But this reboot on a human level is not just 10 seconds. I don't know how long it's going to be. On a human experience of time, I don't know how long it's going to be. But I do know that it's necessary. It's necessary to cause people to pause and to evaluate and look at their lives 
from a different perspective. We need to get out of our habitual patterns and stop and breathe and look around and see what's meant to be and what's meant to be let go of. What are we meant to continue and what are we meant to release? And that includes relationships. Everything's up for reevaluation. And we're not reevaluating at the level of the mind, thinking about the pros and cons and weighing all those things. It's reevaluating everything at the level of the heart. Is this still a heart yes? Or is it now a heart no? Am I still guided to move in this direction? Or am I being redirected? The redirects are based on all of humanity's choices, especially in this last couple of years. We were at a pivotal choice point a few years ago. And based on all of the choices we made individually and collectively as humanity, we are now being massively redirected. And we need to really pay attention here. So in this time of the reboot, the coming home, the pause, the quiet, the unease that comes in that as well, because all of our distractions are being removed. All of our temptations are being removed. This coming home can create a lot of restlessness, a lot of unease. But it's a time for really feeling things fully, processing things fully, reaching out for support if you need it. You don't need to do it alone, although you may be physically by yourself because we're all being asked to self-isolate and physically distance ourselves. It doesn't mean we can't have mental, emotional, spiritual, and energetic connections. There is still the technology to connect with people and to receive the support you need. And this potential for collective rebirth This is the good news. Once we all move through this reboot, there is an unbelievable potential for rebirth. And it's full of miracles. We get to choose. And we all need to choose. If we follow the energy of our heart, yes, it will lead us to that. Ultimately, we'll all land there. Now, we can't make everybody follow their heart. Yes, but you can follow yours. Follow yours because I guarantee by following yours, you're going to inspire and influence and empower others to do the same. Just follow your heart. Yes, follow that energy. Align with it. Even if it doesn't make sense in your head, trust it. Follow it. Align with it. Commit to it. That's what the world needs. Say yes. Just say yes and see what happens. And in every moment 
that you're sitting in your humanness. Meet yourself there with tenderness, with compassion, with love. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to have all those emotions on a human level. But witness it from a soul level. And have some nurturing, nourishing kind of tenderness come in and meet your little tender human self with love. And then do that with everyone else around you as much as you can. And some people you're going to stand in fierce love and you're going to say to them, what you're doing is not okay. We need to do things differently. And this is what needs to happen. And if you're that voice, if you're, you have a heart, yes, to have a voice and to speak truth right now, then speak it, stand up and do it. Now's your time. And the world needs you to do it now. You are ready. And the world is ready for you, even if it doesn't look ready, even if it doesn't sound ready, even if it appears challenging or hard, do it anyways. You're stronger than you realize. You're more courageous than you know. You're so ready. You've been training for this your whole life and lifetimes before that. And the truth is, the world is ready for you. There are people waiting to hear your message, waiting to hear your voice, waiting to hear your music, waiting to read your book, whatever it is. There are people waiting for you to stand up, to stand out, to stand strong, and to play your part. Just say yes. Are you willing? Start with yes and see what happens. I love you. I appreciate you. I see you. I honor you. Until next week, love and blessings. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.